How's it going, everyone? I'm PK. And I'm Bia. And we welcome you to the Patchcast Experience. We're here to share our ideas and stories that we've had throughout our lives. So relax and enjoy this experience with us together. Welcome back, everyone, to the Patchcast Experience. Guess what, Bia? It looks like we have our first ever guest in today's episode. That's right, PK, and I'm so excited to have her. So without any further ado, let us introduce our guest. Drumroll, please. Chinny! Welcome, Chinny, to the first guest experience here at the Patchcast Podcast. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling pretty excited, but also a little nervous. <laughs> like me and PK are so happy you could join us today. But before we get started, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, sure. So I guess the things that I like are, or that I love are traveling, photography, and um, writing and reading. So those are some of my few favorite hobbies. Mm-hmm. Chin, where would you say is your favorite place that you've been to so far? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I would say Micronesia would be one of my favorite places to go to. It's just, it has such a special place in my heart because of the people that have made it such a beautiful experience for me. And it doesn't, it helps that it's also a tropical paradise. So, Micronesia. Yeah. I'm not really good with geology. Where is that about? It's small islands around the Pacific Ocean. It's close to Philippines and Korea. Okay, I kind of can get a sense of where it is. Now that we've got your little introduction out of the way, let's try a little something we'd like to call here the lightning round of questions. This is where I'll ask you simple questions with a couple of choices. Answer right away without thinking with what seems the best choice for you. Okay, this is just so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more. So here we go. Favorite season? Summer. Are you a night owl or an early bird? I would say an early bird. Okay. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Tea or coffee? Tea. Would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Read the book, definitely. Would you rather get an email or a letter? A letter. Apple or Android? Apple. Would you rather live close to the ocean or mountains? Oh, definitely the ocean. Perfect. See, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) You know, Jenny, as one of our close friends, me and PK already know things about you, but we would love to get to know you even better by talking more about your interests, challenges, Mm -hmm. and inspirations in life. And I'm sure our listeners would love to hear about this too. But to get us started, the first topic, you touched on it earlier as one of your favorite hobbies is traveling. And you said Micronesia had a special place in your life and the people made it special there. Aside from Micronesia, are there other trips that you've experienced that you've enjoyed thoroughly? Um, I would probably say Philippines as well. And it was really nice because I was with a lot of my family there. And so I got to know some of my baby cousins and my uncles and aunts and also got to know some of the friends there more and people who knew me from when I was a kid. So it was nice to make those connections with them. And that experience as a whole was also such a yeah special time in my life. Did you grow up in the Philippines? I was born there and then we moved to Canada when I was three years old. So I was only there for a little bit. Yeah, three years old. That's quite early to leave. Do you remember any experiences or stories while you were still in the Philippines there? 
I kind of do, yeah. I remember, like, my brother and I, we were playing by the stairs, and then I don't remember how, but he fell, and he said that he blamed me for it, and then that's when he broke his two front teeth. And so I remember that vividly. It was a nice childhood, I guess. Is your brother younger than you? No, he's just 11 and a half months older. And you push him down the stairs. (laughs) According to him, I did. Do you have any other experiences that you enjoyed while you were traveling? It just doesn't have to be within Micronesia or the Philippines Mm -hmm. or other places that you want to touch base on. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. I think one of my favorite things about traveling is just experiencing a different way of life and Mm -hmm. getting to know different people as well and getting to know their stories because we all have our own stories. And so it's nice to hear their perspectives on their lives and how they live their lives and just having that experience. It's a different way to learn. I feel. That's just one of my favorite things about traveling. That's so nice. What would you say would be your dream destination to go to and why? I would say at the moment, India is high up on my radar and it's such a colorful culture as well. So just being able to experience something so rich in history and culture and I'm sure the people there are also just as beautiful and the food too. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to go there one of these mm. days. I love Indian food. <laughs> now I want to <laughs> Uh, since both of you are interested in traveling, I want to ask a couple basic travel questions. When you're traveling, either using an airplane, boat, or train, do you guys like having the aisle seat, middle seat, or the window seat? For me, it really depends. But I would say the aisle seat because I love going to the washroom. <laughs> it's easier that way. How about you, Chen? I love being by the window because I love to see the views and everything. But there are some situations where I'd rather be in the aisle just because I feel better bad having to crawl up just to get to the bathroom as well but definitely I would still choose the window anyway yeah Yeah. for me growing up I love the window seat but as I grew older I found sleeping in the airplane it just knocks me out right when I get into my seat buckle in my belt and I just clock out and I forget to look outside the window majority of the time so growing up I, I love the window seat but now I prefer the aisle seat a lot better because of the fact that you both mentioned it's a lot easier to get in and out of your seat. Mm -hmm. I have a story when my brother and I went to Korea. It was going to Korea. My brother had the window seat. I had the middle seat. And we're both bigger guys. And the guy next to me, so he had the aisle seat, was an older gentleman. And he was quite big too. So all three of us are just like huddled up next (laughs) to each other going to Korea. And the only time we could ever use the washroom was when he would get off his seat to use the washroom or just like stretch his legs. So each time my brother, even if I'm sleeping, my brother would like wake me up, slap my leg and be like, I wake up and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, go, go, go. He's gone. So both of us just rush and try to find a washroom before he comes back. So we're not blocked into our seats anymore. I remember this one time too, I was on a long flight. I think I was going back home as well. And I was on the window seats. I was just enjoying my little niche in the airplane. And then I was trying to fix my seatbelt or my blanket. And then I turned around and what I saw were bare feet on my um, armrest. No. So it was just not the best. And clearly the guy was just very comfortable behind me, but it was so disturbing. I just tried to cover my arm as much as possible with my blanket. So yeah, it was quite the experience. Hopefully it wasn't smelly or anything. I hope not. <laughs> I, can't rem- I can't remember. It's too traumatic. <laughs> You're just like stressed out with you just cuddling yourself because you don't want to touch no feet. Exactly. <laughs> now, do you guys prefer to have layovers or straight flights? 
I definitely like having layovers just because it's just a nice break to have. So you can just walk around and enjoy the time a little bit in a different country. And I've been on a direct flight to the Philippines one time and it felt so long just being stuck on an airplane for 13 hours. So it's nice to have a little break in between. Yeah. How about you, Bia? For me, again, it depends on where I'm going. Because for me, I don't like wasting time. So if I could get it over with and have like a direct flight, then sure, I would love that. But if it's a place wherein you can't really get like a direct flight, you actually have to go connecting flight, then that's also okay for me. Because like what Shin said, it's nice to be able to have stopovers and be able to discover different kinds of airports. (laughs) But I mean, I really wish we could go outside for a few hours or at least but how about you? For me, I love layovers because growing up, my siblings and I love watching The Amazing Race. So each time we had a layover and you know, layovers, they give you only a short variable time. And sometimes Mm -hmm. a flight can be delayed or sometimes you get stuck in customs, but your connecting flight, you have to get there within half an hour. Mm -hmm. So you're booking it from one end of the airport to the other and we're just running with our luggage that experience for me i love but then now the more that i think about it i would rather just have a straight flight because of the whole convenience thing i did have a really bad experience one time it was when our family decided to come here to canada so we all flew from the middle east and for some reason we stopped i can't remember where exactly it was it wasn't sweden it was one of the european countries like northern european countries and we had to lay over there and fly over to canada but what happened was when we stopped over there at the airport it started snowing really badly and the flight attendant no they're not attendants the check-in clerk told us that they have to defrost the plane we had to wait an hour we came back they said, we still have to defrost the plane again because it's way too cold outside. And we're like, okay, no problem. So we're just waiting for another hour. And they made an announcement throughout the whole PA system that our flight got moved to the next day. Um... But the thing was, it was already 11 o'clock at night. All the hotels around us were unavailable. And the flight company was like, we can give you coupons to eat at the cafeteria. We're like, okay, it's not that bad. We get coupons and we just have to wait six hours here at the airport. But the thing was, when we got to the cafeteria or food court, all the places were closed. So it was already 11 o'clock. We got a food coupon that didn't even work. And we had to stay there for six hours. So where we slept was, do you know those little, they're not cars, but they're like golf carts, but longer in the airport. Yeah. There was a station where they're all just there. So we would just sleep. We would take one cart and sleep there and sleeping in that position, which wasn't very, (laughs) the best experience, I'd say. Yeah. So now that we've talked about our traveling stories. And we've been able to see different sides on what we enjoy about traveling and the things that we don't like about traveling. Now we'll take a look at another topic on people and moments who have affected your life the most. Chin, throughout your life, many experiences, we all have had different moments or experiences. What are some experiences that you've had that really stood out in your life? I would say I remember, I think it was a year ago, My best friend and I, we went on a trip together and that was a lot of, it was a lot of learning on that trip, learning about each other because we haven't really lived together for that long. And to be able to explore a different country together, it was 
definitely a new experience. So anyway, during that trip, I remember there was one night where it was a rough night for the both of us. Mm -hmm. And we talked and we were both telling each other about what we could do to help each other. So basically... Up until that time, and still to this day, I struggled a lot with opening up and just being honest about how I feel. Because I always felt that it was better for me to just keep my feelings in if it was going to hurt someone else. But she told me that, you know, how can the other person help you if they don't know that they're hurting you? And so she was basically encouraging me to just be honest about my feelings and just open up. And it just made me realize this is my best friend. If I can't be open and honest with her, then how can I be open and honest with anyone else? So that trip really helped me to realize that it was okay to feel what I feel and okay to open up and tell others about it because it's not going to hurt anyone. If it's something that they can help me with, then it will benefit both of us. That way they don't end up hurting someone else because if they know that what they're doing hurts someone, then they can do something about it. Mm -hmm. But how would they know if no one speaks up about it? So that was such a learning curve for me. Yeah, that's someone that I can think of off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. And it just goes to show that communication is really important. It doesn't matter if when it comes to like friendships or relationship, it's really important to be able to open up and be able to talk about what you're feeling, especially if there's a problem. But I understand also your part when it comes to opening up. It's really hard because personally, I also struggled with that. I don't like opening up to people I have or I had trust issues wherein I just can't fully open up to someone. But like what you said, it's something that I guess we improved on and keep learning along the way Mm because it takes time to be able to improve on that kind of aspect I would say. You mentioned that it was you and your best friend that traveled. Would you say that your relationship with your best friend grew? because of the experiences that you had throughout your traveling? Yeah, definitely. Actually, you know, I remember at that time in my life, I was so scared that time in our lives would, it would just change our friendship. And I was scared that it would kind of tear us apart. But actually after that, it helped us to know what we could do to help each other. And it actually strengthened our friendship. And now it's so easy for the both of us to just listen to each other and open up to each other now because of that. And it's just a big learning experience for me because it helped me realize that, you know, I'm not hurting my best friend by being honest with her. Yeah. Because at that point in your guys's life, mm-hmm. like you're still young, early 20s, and being able to travel for how long did you guys travel for again? I was there for a month and she was there for two weeks. So you were there first, I'm assuming, right? Mm -hmm. And then she just came after. So Mm -hmm. the living situation must have been quite, you mentioned, different because you haven't lived together before, that experience that you've had now. Would you say for you guys living in Canada separately, you guys didn't see each other quite often, but being able to live together every single day, was it a new dynamic to be able to see your best friend every single day every single moment pretty much since you lived together and you guys were doing activities quite often. Would you say that was a different experience for you? Yeah, it was definitely took some adjusting because we've been on trips, like short trips together, maybe a few days or camping or sleepovers, but never for that long. And so it took adjusting on both our parts to each other and adjust to the way we both live. And yeah, it was nice to be able to spend so much time together, but it was definitely a lot of learning too, to know how to live with each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm, That's right. So it's beautiful that you're able to mention that your relationship with your best friend grew as well. I have a question for Shin. Mm -hmm. 
maybe let's go a little bit more personal here. <laughs> sure. If you don't mind, tell us about a time when you were dealing with a problem in life and how were you able to overcome it? Mm. I guess there was there was one time um, a few years ago where I was going through some family problems. At that time, one of my family members was really sick. And so I guess just knowing how to deal with it, it was quite new. It was a, a new experience. But when I think back about how I overcame the problem, I guess, just realizing that I had a lot of friends and family that loved us and that helped us a lot. So just having that perspective really helped me to be grateful for what I have. And that kind of helped me to cope with the problem because even though we were dealing with this problem, we were surrounded with so much love and so much support and comfort than we've ever had in our lives. And just learning to be grateful and just appreciating those things, it helped me to learn to be okay with it. And I brought that, what I've learned, into my life now. Whatever is happening in my life right now, just learning to appreciate what I have, the friends that I have, mm -hmm. the family that I have right now, and all of these little things, just helping me to really be grateful for everything and not take things for granted. <laughs> I, I really like what you said about not taking things for granted because the times we're living in now, it's easy for us to not appreciate the little moments or even the people who support us. Mm -hmm. But like what you said, it's really important to be able to show appreciation and really realize that the little things really matter. Because I think too, because for us, it's more of we tend to focus on bigger thing mm -hmm. that we don't really take notice of the little things that also matter yeah it's those little things that bring us joy and just really appreciating what you have at that moment and just cherishing it as a whole yeah I think that's that's really what matters the most and finding joy in the small things yeah it's yeah, so it's easy really for us beautiful. to be caught up pretty much with how fast-paced life has been going and it's so easy for us not to stop and smell the roses to be able to appreciate the things in life whether they be big or small because every single day we get things that we can be appreciative for and knowing that we have these little things can help us keep going no matter how bad a day may seem because each day is only 24 hours but how much are we spending that time neglecting the things that we should be grateful for mm -hmm. i have one of these my favorite quotes would be every day may not be good but there's always something good in every day so just I love finding <laughs> right just finding okay. those little silver linings in in everything every single day like that just contributes to a more positive and optimistic life I guess I think that's what we all need because there's a lot of negativity going around right now mm -hmm. that you need positivity in life and to be able to share that with other people as well it, I find mm -hmm. that it's so important just to be able to make someone happy by those little things just sharing positivity and that kind of good energy yeah you know? <laughs> a little goes a long way when it comes to positivity because Definitely. for us a small act of kindness can seem not a lot but to someone else that receives it it could just make their whole day whole week or you know just turn not, i'm not saying that we're turning people's lives around but we're putting a smile on a face and that's really what matters in especially what we're going through in our day to day mm -hmm. do you have other questions bia well for chin she probably touched on it already too but what's the most important thing you've learned in your life and thinking about before that moment like what was your life like and mm -hmm. after learning it 
Yeah, I think it goes back to just learning to be grateful and just finding the good in everything. So whether that's finding the good in people, <laughs> um, in situations. So for example, if I'm going through a stressful time in my life, I like to think of what is this going to teach me or what kind of qualities is this helping me to refine a little bit more? So just finding meaning in everything and finding the silver lining in everything. And I feel like my life before learning that, it was not as good. I felt like I would always look to the bigger moments in life that would kind of define whether I was uh, leading a happy life or not. But when I learned to just appreciate those small things, it made my life more joyful because I realized that I don't really need a lot of things to be happy. I don't really need these big defining moments to find joy and meaning in my life, but just learning to focus on those small things like the sunset or the flowers or just anything, anything small, finding joy in that and just learning to be content and enjoying that moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I also just want to touch on, because I know you're right, you do journals and stuff like that. So when it comes to writing, I know a lot of people like me, <laughs> I love to write, but I don't have a lot of time to be able to write my thoughts every single day. And so I just want to ask you, how are you able to manage that? And does it help mm. you cope up with a problem or if you're struggling with something and you write about it, does it really help you? Oh, yes. So for writing, how do I make time for it? Basically, whenever I'm feeling so many things, I feel like writing is a way that I can just write out how I feel, you know, figure out what I'm feeling and then put it into words. And when I put it into paper, I feel like I'm speaking it into existence. So kind of like what the problem I had before and still learning to deal with right now about communication sometimes it's hard for me to tell people how I feel and so when I write it down I feel like I can just say what I feel without a filter and I don't have to really worry about too many things but just focusing on what I feel at that moment and so when I've written it down I usually like to read it to someone about how I feel that way my thoughts are more organized and I can kind of look at things from an objective point of view yeah it's helped me tremendously if you ask my best friend <laughs> she'll she'll tell you that all I do is just read from my journal and that's how we talk about my feelings I just write it down and then I read it to her and then we just talk about it <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> I love it well that's really nice that you're able to write your feelings out at least you know you're not going to get lost with how you're going to speak to other people, or in this case, your best friend when you open up to her. But what would you say inspires you the most when you're writing? Or just in general, what inspires mm -hmm. you to keep going? Mm. What inspires me to keep going? Mm. I don't know if this answers your question correctly, but... I would say what inspires me is just thinking about all the love that was shown to me and how I want to continue to be a better person for these people and for anyone just to return that love and return that kindness. So that inspires me to be just a better person because we're all created with the desire to love and desire to be loved. And so no matter what, I feel like it doesn't hurt to show love to others. Mm -hmm, that's right. So how about let's kind of, I want to ask you something that's not really focusing on you. Let's focus now more of like our listeners. What would you say or what advice would you give them? Or for example, if someone comes up to you and they're struggling about what you just talked about, like communication and being able to open up because that definitely takes a lot of courage to be able to do that. 
So what's one thing that you could tell our listeners or just anyone in general? Um, find a way that is easy for you to express yourself, whether that's art or writing. I feel like when you have a way to, like an outlet, you can put your, your feelings and everything into whatever art that is. And then when you show it to someone, you can tell them, this is how I'm feeling. And then maybe talk about it a little bit more. Maybe talk about the details. And that way you're still communicating. You're still telling them how you feel in just a different way. Whatever is more comfortable to you, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, Chin, we really, really enjoyed having this episode with you. And I'm sure we'll have you back again on another time. And we just want to send a huge thank you for you coming on our show today. Thank you, Chin. I really had a great time with you too. I like what I said at the beginning of this episode that me and PK already know you, but I feel like I've learned a different kind of Chin here, or like a different version of Chin. <laughs> and I really learn a lot, I would say. I was just going to say, I really enjoyed talking with you guys too. And I really had such a nice time sitting down with you guys and just talking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We'll be sure to invite you back, but we hope that each and every one of you can come back next week for another episode. But for now, we hope you guys take care and stay safe. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's at PatchCastXP. And as well for Spotify listeners, please give us a follow. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Again, it's PK, Bia, and Shin signing off.